Welcome back to the Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. Today, we have body member Julie with us talking kicking ass after 50, and she is not slowing down. Julie Jouet, yeah. welcome to the Body Podcast. How Thanks are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I'm great. So glad to be a part of this, and I love the podcast, so, so it's and, fun to be and here. And you flew just to come in for this, right? <laughs> yes. We just drove cross-country uh, back to Pennsylvania last week, and I'm like, I have to fly back for the Body Podcast. Yes, absolutely. When it's, I mean, Nikki and I, when you got out here, I was like, wait, this fit over 50, this person's 30 years old, so I, what is going on? <laughs> What are we doing? But uh, let's get into it. I guess tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh. Um, I guess you could say I've been in fitness all my life because I did start, uh, I was, I danced from elementary school all the way to high school. And uh, when I went off to college, my mom was like, no more dancing. That's it. Right. So I go off to college and I majored in elementary education and I minored in pizza and beer. So that first year, you know, most freshmen gain 10 pounds, I gained 30. So, right? So uh, fast forward, I graduate uh, college and I get my first teaching job, teaching first grade at the school, like where I went to school. Like I was right back with teachers that taught me. So how cool is that, right? Um, And I looked around the faculty room and everyone was a lot older than me, not that that mattered, but I thought... I'm out of shape and I'm only in my 20s. Like something isn't right here. So I joined our local YMCA and it took me a year to take off the 30 pounds. Like I did it really slow. Like I would make little notes and if I had a good day, a smiley face or a bad day. And I think I was counting calories in. I was trying to remember earlier today, like I'm pretty sure that's what I was counting was my calories. Yeah. And, and <laughs> back I guess then. What, what year was this? It was, it was, so that would have been 1988. All right, so yeah, early early 1990s, late 1980s, the fitness was, it was really just like the YMCA. There weren't too many gyms. Right. And it was like high-impact aerobics. Not quite, I mean, it was past the Jane Fonda era. Let's just go past that. But um, might have been some leg warmers in there, not sure. But yeah, so I started doing high-impact aerobics. And then before you know it, they're like asking me if I want to teach. So I started teaching high-impact aerobics at the Y. And then um, step aerobics came in. And the why, you know, they're on a tight budget, right? Yeah. So that someone from the Y literally made these wooden steps and there was a low one and a high one because you didn't have the risers, you didn't yeah. have any of that. So I don't, I, I think it was a couple of years we used these wooden boxes to do step aerobics. Oh my. <laughs> and then they finally did get the actual steps, but, and then eventually on to cycle and then, um, and I got married, and my husband had a great offer in Boston. Great city. Boston. Great Love city, yeah. Loved it, yeah. So what we did was we kind of commuted for a couple years. So he was working there. I was still in Pennsylvania, and we would um, see each other on weekends. And then I would go there for the whole summer or whatever. So um, I joined um, a couple gyms there. I joined um, Boston Sports Club. So that was my first job out of college. Where, which Boston sports The club? one in Wellesley. Like okay. the, the, the bougie, yeah, like yeah. the biggest one, yeah. the water park they had there. So <laughs> Yeah, I was at, um, so I lived in the North End, so I was yeah. kind of near that one. I guess that would be, I think it was Government Center. Government Center, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember. So. <laughs> I, uh, so I was trying to coach 
And so practices were at like three. So I was like, what kind of job can I get? Yeah. Before three or like overnight somewhere. So it was like, oh, we got a front desk position from 5 a.m. to 1. So I open it up and from 5 a.m. to 1, go go to my mom's school in Wellesley, say Mm -hmm. hi, get lunch. And then I would go to practice, get home at like five or six at night. And yeah. then uh, go to bed and wake up and do it all over again. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was, it was, I was just doing it because to pay some bills, it was brain dead job. You just scan people and very, mm-hmm. very easy there. But the yeah. Wellesley is, uh, I used to visit, go to other Boston sports club to work out. It was uh, definitely a lot bougier type of person coming in there, complaining a lot. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm the front desk friend. I don't know what you're I'm yelling just scanning at me. You in. Yell at Nikki and Nick, not me. I'm just sitting here scanning your ticket. Exactly. <laughs> so, and uh, there was a guy there, George, and he taught step aerobics. And he, I just texted him today to see he's still teaching step aerobics, but <laughs> not at Boston Sports Club anymore. Yeah. And then um, there were girls that lived in our uh, apartment building, and they kept talking about this Bean Town boot camp. So I thought, all right, I'll give it a try. And it was outdoor boot camp, like in the mud. If it was muddy, you ran all over Boston. We would run the hills of Beacon Hill. Yeah. Did you go to the park in Beacon, I'm assuming? Right we would there. do that. We'd yeah. also go to the park in the North End. I mean, he ran us everywhere. Yeah. We'd go to uh, the Commons. Um, That's... Every, he, yeah, it was... Uh, it was rough. Make, Again. I make, used to make the kids run the hills in the commons yeah. for basketball. So oh, I used yeah. to make them run that like the little pathway up uh-huh. there. Yep. Yeah. He made us do that. We'd run all the streets of Beacon Hill. Like you could name them, you know, yeah. and you'd go up one, down the other, up another one. And so then he asked me if I would become an instructor. So I did. And, um, and also Boston Sports Club. They, George, this step instructor asked me to do that step when he wouldn't wasn't there or whatever. And, and to give people that are listening, the Boston Sports Club is equivalent out here to like a mountainside fitness. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it's like franchise is pretty big. It's everywhere. Um, and it was one of the first gyms out there to like kind of provide classes other than like a YMCA. Right. And also a gym. Also some of them had pools and basketball courts. So And it mattered which one had a pool or whatever. Like, yeah. You're yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the one I worked at, the, <laughs> the, the monthly was like, at the time, this was like 2000. 12 and it was over a hundred dollars easily for a monthly membership which was expensive but the ones in like government center like back bay that are smaller were like 69 70 dollars you right. know so yeah yeah and i just did what was walkable because in boston yeah. we didn't even have a car no. we just walked yeah, throw the car away you don't need it yeah so i taught at those two locations and then um in 2009 my husband was like well let's move back to pennsylvania i'm done with this corporate stuff i'm gonna do my own thing so we moved back to Pennsylvania and we're like, okay, what do we do now? And he had a friend from law school that had moved out here. So we said, well, let's give Arizona a try. So we drove out here for two months, did an Airbnb for two months. When was it. this? What, what, uh, this frame? would have been in 2009. No, wait, no. Yes. 2010, 2011. All right. Yeah. So you came out for two... Two months in 2011, bought a condo (laughs) and said, okay, I think we found our place, right? So uh, we move out here and um, I joined various gyms. It was 24-hour fitness at the time. I was at Mountainside for a little bit. And then before you know it, I started teaching at 24-hour fitness, which is now EOS. Okay. Um, I think it was the old Gold's Gym and it was 24 or vice versa, but now it's EOS. Um, and then I taught like at Sanctuary and the JCC and things like that. And then um, 2020 happened. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, 
everything's shutting down. I went for like a run because I used to run, not big runs, like three or four mile runs. And I went for a run for a couple days and did like some abs in my condo. I was like, this is not cutting it. So another body member that lives in our condo building, uh, her name's Megan Jor, she started watching the videos that body was putting out and I started doing like boot camp class. So between the two of us, we taught Monday through Friday at our pool and she would do like the body workout. video workouts. <laughs> and then I would do like boot camp workouts that from Beantown boot camp that we had or whatever. And it was basically though, no weight workout because we didn't have weights. We didn't have anything. Um, so we did that in 2020. And then, um, as soon as body opened and it was the squares, yeah, I was like, I'm joining. And it was so funny. I was, I didn't know the other body, right? Yeah. I only knew the squares. So when they announced that they were going to open it up, I was like kind of nervous because yeah. I hadn't done that. I think there were like, I think there were <laughs> two types of uh, people. There's one that joined during that and didn't only knew the squares. Mm-hmm. And there's the people that have the old school way where, the, you know, the circle, the circuits where I was like, Oh, let's get back to that. So, cause and then, then, and the squares, there's only so many different exercises mm-hmm. you can do, and you, you have X amount of weights. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we are doing very COVID friendly stuff. So I was like, man, I just, sometimes you want to like, lit, you know, curl this, but bench this. And I was so excited to get back, but I felt like some people, it was like the first class. And even I think Sky hadn't t- never taught the old school way. She only taught in the square. So we talked about it was like kind of, like oh, wow. it was like she was being new teaching again. She didn't know what to do. So yeah, well, and it was like I walked in and I thought, "What?" And I went up to this guy and I'm like, "Can you explain to me what this?" <laughs> like I was so nervous. And then once I did it, I loved it, of course. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and when we first moved, I'm backing up a little bit. When we first moved to Arizona, I decided to do hot yoga because I felt like you know I'm doing all these fitness things, but as you age, you need to like stretch your muscles, you know, because yeah. everything that I'm doing is like making them shorten. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I found hot yoga and I love it. So I kind of split my time between like body and hot yoga. That's my, nice. so yeah, I want to kind of get into it. Cause you, there's this new, like, I don't want to say trend for the body people, but you see a lot like fit over 50 is, you know, and I see, you know, the, everyone posts, I'm like, man, that, that person's 50 or they're like, he's 70. I'm like, man, this guy's doing tuck jumps and I'm over here just like, I'm not doing tuck jumps. My knee's going to dislocate <laughs> if I do, if I land too hard and right. the, you know, the 70 year old person doing, I'm like, man, maybe I should probably do them, you know, but it's, yeah. it's a trend. I'm like, if I see these, like every time I go and I see that on the body Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I guess what keeps you motivated at, you know, at, at your age, what, what are some things? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm definitely smarter about my workout. Like I don't do box jumps that just, every time I look at that box and I think about jumping on it, I just think I could just see my shins or me falling over. Like you start to look at things different as you age. And also like today I was just thinking about some of the things we did in class. They did this like ninja we did. Okay. You did a you did a ball slam on your knees, and then you had to like jump up into it. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I like step up and down. That yep. just sounds. And then, um, what else? There was something. Oh, um, the um, the hurdles. Yep. Like I used to jump over them back and forth. Oh, I don't jump. I I hide me step. You over. do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just been the last couple of years that I've decided I'm just going to do a little like dancing over them, you know? I mean, I still go as hard as I can. It's just that jumping is a lot for me, but I still do tuck jumps. Yeah. I, I, I just, them. yeah, just, 
rather just do like high knees or yeah, you, you know, can do that. Jumping, jumping jacks, jacks right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, again, fitness has, I guess, been so a part of your life um, from you know after college and and even before that. What's some like trends or some stuff that's changed from the fitness world to now? Well, I, I it was funny. I like laughed to myself because the number one thing would be clothing. Yeah, that's it. No, this is a, <laughs> right. <laughs> the clothing has changed. I mean, you know, well, I can't even get into the outfits we used to wear, but it was bad. Well, it, it's funny because you see like the aerobics. Like, uh, what's the famous aerobics guy that was on? Oh, um, yeah. Where uh, we, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah, about, like Richard. Richard. Uh, Richard. Richard Pryor? No, I know. No, but Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Like Simmons, that outfit yeah. with all these bright colors and t- like. I mean, the clothes are probably just as like like their type, but like those are bright colors and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I remember. I think I was watching that as a documentary, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like the Gold Gin that he's that famous one, and they're all wearing like those like sweatpants shorts, like shorts, yes. like sweatpants or that stuff. Like if someone walked in the gym now, you'd be like, what the hell are they wearing? Yeah. Or you'd have like a bodysuit on, but you'd have like those, they're biker shorts today, but you'd put the biker shorts on and then you put your bodysuit like over top. <laughs> and then everyone's wearing the Reebok high tops to work out in, which are Converse. Yeah. Which yeah. really isn't good for your feet or anything yeah. else or your knees. Um, also, like, you really don't see high impact anymore. I mean, maybe you could say Zumba's kind of taken over high impact a little bit. Uh, you don't see Step, which is nope. funny. That's why I texted my friend. I was like, do you still teach Step? He's like, yeah, but he has, like, a following. Yeah. I mean, it's women that have done that and men forever. So, um, and Cycle's still going strong. So um, Cycle was a big one at uh, Wellesley, the Boston yeah. Sports Club there. Everyone yeah. loved that. But there was also... They didn't have, uh, you know, the bikes that you can do it from home. So you had to go into... Yeah. That's where most of our memberships came. That's. But it is interesting when you think... Um, I was doing um, boot camp, which was probably in 2006, 2007. And basically, it has evolved into like a hit class, you know. And that really hasn't changed. I just think that... I don't know that you'll see that change because there's so many things you can do with that. Just yeah. how they do in body, the timing can be different. The yep. exercises can be so different. I think you know? it, I think when I first started working out, it was, you know, you lift uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, like upper body, Tuesday, Thursday was lower body. You did that. You just lift. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd like for, like for basketball, it, you lift and then you go and... Um, you know, play pickup after or something like a cardio yeah. or you do a, you do a conditioning day where you don't do any lifting. That was kind of it. I think over time people realize like, that's a tough work. Like you can't, phys- you just don't want to lift all the time. It is lifting as good. And the more research, the more things, even mm-hmm. foods change. Like mm-hmm. you had mentioned that, uh, you would look at calories when you were teaching, but that was it. It was like, Hey, all right, eat, you eat less than 2000 calories a day, work right. out, you'll lose weight. You'll be in shape. Now that's, you know, could be far, you know, not that it's necessary. It's not true, but there's so much more research in what's actually better for you, what you should be eating after yeah. a workout, what you should be doing and how it's to trick your macros. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. Yeah. is just, you have, we have more information and then realizing that, you know, doing a hit workout every day, if you're going to work out every day is probably the best if you can't stick to like a routine, like arms, legs, conditioning. So 
But um, I do feel like spot training, like that was big too also back in the day. You know, you did abs for 15 minutes or you did legs. You know, you you split everything up. And um, the trainer from Beantown Boot Camp, John, he was like, you can't spot train. You have to do the whole body movement and that's how you get into shape. And it is true. I mean, I guess, you know, you still have your lifters, but I feel like it's about the whole body, not that like spot training. And I think it will, and I think what people have done is they realize that a lot of people just want to be told to work because they they're again, I don't want to use the word uneducated, but most of us aren't as educated as a personal trainer or the body trainers on what's good for you. What's so it's like we just you tell us to work out, I'll do it. You know, and it makes it easier and it's something to stick to because if if all of us were just going to the gym every day, it makes it it's so much harder to do that. I, I struggled with that just going to the gym every day sign up for class at least hold you accountable there's other people and you're at least there and so getting to the gym by myself sometimes I don't work as hard because I'm like I'm kind of tired I don't want to be here well no and I agree you know like my husband is a runner he used to be a runner he likes that he likes that like by himself type thing but I feel like I need that energy of the room. I need groups. I need people. I need someone yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> Not and, yelling, and, but you know. Like yes. Yeah. And, and I honestly think it's a, that which changes before it was, hey, go work out. If you're a runner, go run. If you're a lifter, go lift. Go do that. And I think people realize the majority of people want to kind of do a hit class. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you're seeing, one, the boom in, in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like there's a, a new gym open up every other day. Um, but it's one of the, uh, I guess, the reason why they're open up and everyone's full is because everyone, most people want a type of workout like this. No, I agree. And I mean, I love it. I love the fact that I can walk in and I don't know what's going to be on that board. And I, and I just love the different formats and it, it just, it, it's so exciting to go. And I, I probably do this, the sweat more than the strength, but I'm trying to like even it out a little better. Cause I just love that. So you're like the, I'd party. say the majority of people go to strength over uh, sweat. I didn't and they know need, that. Those people need to mix it up. Yeah. So I mean, what's nice about the strength is they do throw a little bit of cardio in. So that's good. Yeah. But I do, I don't know. The sweat. Today, the, today was definitely well, a nice combo. And, and for the people that, I know 80% of the people that listen to this podcast, most, I, I think they'll do nine strength classes per every one sweat. And the thing is, you, one, you need, you need to do sweat. You need some cardio. Mm-hmm. Two, with cardio though, is there are a couple moves in there that are a little strength, and then you can just, if you want to turn that move into a more of a strength move, just turn it into a strength move. Right. You know, rather than, because like strength is like 88 of the 10 moves are strength, couple cardio, mm-hmm. vice versa. Just turn a couple of those ones into more of a strength move. You know, if, if they're like burpees, yeah. you know, just, just crank out like 10 push ups, then do one burp. You know, something like yeah. that where yeah. you can turn it into a little more, but. Yeah. It is funny. I thought that sweat would be more popular, but then I did hear, you know, I saw one time they were like, you need to mix it up. Quick, come to strength all the time. <laughs> I, when I first joined, well, I think I went to the 5.30 PM is the pack class every time. But I think there's been a trend in fitness over the years of, I think people used to probably only go to sweat class and cardio because that's how I thought they lose weight. And there's a, a stigma of, oh, if I lift, I don't, especially for like women, I don't want to be jacked and look, you know, huge, which so much research come out now. It's like, yeah. I always said it as a joke. I was like, if you lift, 
twice a week, it doesn't mean you're going to be a, a jack. You're not going to be like a fitness model, like uh, the, the strongest woman alive. Mm. Those people train nine hours a day, seven days a week, eat crazy. That'd be like me saying, oh, I don't want to go play pickup basketball twice a week because I, I don't want to play in the NBA. It's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's like... But I think people are now yeah. getting more educated on it and people realize like, wait, if I... Fact, strength's actually a lot better or is better for me to get to my goals than just doing cardio and eating less calories. Right. I mean, in strength, you're going to burn more calories after because of the muscle that you're yep. doing. And that was like body pump when I taught that. There were girls that were afraid to do body pump. First of all, it's a weighted bar. It's not that heavy. <laughs> you're not power lifting. And you really do get toned doing it. And I don't remember ever like my jeans being tight on my, le- you know, yeah. so they were, it's, you're right though that is so funny hmm. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I don't have much I don't have any data to back that up but that's just like my own theory I think it's which I, I think is pretty good accurate I think yeah. it's a hypothesis it's we'll a good it. hypothesis there we go um <laughs> so you mentioned you do body yoga any other activities so when I'm out here um it's body and yoga and then I walk the dogs because we live in a condo building so I have to walk them um, I'm, I'm not really a hiker, which is sad because it's, this is the perfect environment. No, no us Northeast people don't really hike. I, I mean, if friends come out to visit, I'll go hiking, but that's about it. And I feel like I'm not taking, you know, using the resources that I have, but I, I you know, probably should like hike camelback, yeah. especially when we're doing the get your shit together challenge here. There you and, go. That'll but, get your steps in. Yeah. But <laughs> I think a lot, like some people in Northeast are, but you gotta understand like where we're from, it's, it's. It's probably a nice four months out of the year, and that's during the summer. And most of us are just going to the beach. Like yeah, we're not, true. we're not, we're working during the week. And it's like, yeah. oh, the weekend. Last thing I want to do is go hike and do. A, I'm going to go to the beach because I only get three months, yeah. you know, of of nice weather to go sit by the water. You know? No, that makes sense. So that's yeah. what I know. It's like northeast. We don't do it here. Yeah, it's like you know, it's winter everywhere else. It's cold. So it's like, oh, let's go hike. During the cold or the you know the nice season, cold season here. Before the snakes here. come out. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and I like to bike here, but just leisurely. Like I don't like to like go. I'm not in competition. I just like to get on my bike and just go down the canal and feel the wind blowing through my hair or whatever. Yeah. But and then in Pennsylvania, um, I have like I made a little gym in my in our garage, so it has like the flooring, and I'll just my friends will come over and we'll just do little workouts. Like I'll yeah. pick a time and we'll do workouts, and I like to. Um, take walks like on trails with my friends and the dogs and stuff. Um, not so much biking there. I mean, I live out in the country, so, you know, it could be dangerous. (laughs) So I try not to do that, but, um, and then not so much yoga because I live in a small town and there's not really like hot yoga around. Um, so it's mostly just working out in my little garage gym. What's something now that you would tell your, you know, 20 year old self, maybe like young 30 year old self. Cause there's, you know, a lot of people in body <laughs> yeah, that are like 20 and 30 that, you know, they might be doing the same thing you're doing. You were doing when you're 20 and 30 when they're, you know, they turn 50, they might be like, oh, I wish I told myself that. Yeah. I, I really think you have to make exercise a priority. You have to put on your calendar. It's so easy to, especially when you start working, you know, you're working nine to five or whatever. The last thing you want to do is get up in the morning, work out, or go to the gym after. I mean, when I taught school, 
I'm glad I taught fitness after because I would come home. I'm tired. I'm like, I, don't, I would almost be in tears that I would have to go. But the minute I got to the gym, I felt so good. Yep. And so I would say you have to put it into your calendar. And that's what I'm trying to tell my husband that right now. He's super busy. And I'm like, you have to put exercise working well, out. Well, man, we're, like, we're like dogs, though. You can't, we're, you can't teach us new tricks. <laughs> we, are, we are who we are. All right. <laughs> so you can't teach it, <laughs> an old dog new tricks. You can't. We're dogs. This is who we are. Just, and, I, and I also feel like if you're going to go to the gym to work out or whatever workout you're doing, like do it full out. Like don't dog it. Don't come to the gym and just go through the motions or don't get on a bike and just like pedal and read a magazine. Like if you're there, like you better be there working out because you want to get the benefit. I mean, I'm sure you saw it. Awesome. I'm, I'm over here laughing. You guys can't see me. I'm laughing because I know if I said yes, exactly. 90% of the people that listen to this podcast are going to be like, Scott fucking doesn't do that. <laughs> what do you do, Scott? I kind of go at like 75, 80%. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Why, why is that? Be- <laughs> because if I go 100%, I'll have a heart attack and die. Oh, no. You'll be fine. No, I will not. <laughs> no. And then I would say like just because you get older doesn't mean that you have to quit working out. You just have to be smarter. Like I said earlier, I'm not jumping on that box anymore, right? Um And I think as you age, your diet becomes more important. And I really can't speak on that because I'm not a dietitian. You know, I don't know. But I'm just saying when I was in my 20s, I could go work out and then I could go eat a huge burrito. Right. And it didn't affect me. I just have to be smarter now about what I'm putting into my body because (laughs) I can't go eat that burrito after working out every day. In in college, (laughs) I I played a year of college basketball and then uh, I blew on my knee. And the big, the, but in college, even if you're not even playing a college sport, which well, it was so easy to just be in shape because mm-hmm. they have a trainer tell you what to do, you practice, yeah. then you go eat at a dining hall and you just eat healthy. Even in college, it was you go to the gym or you play like you're just, all your friends, like you're bored. You're like, hey, let's go play pickup basketball, let's go do this. You're doing activities, you're walking around campus. So I never like really gained the, the freshman thing because we had a dining hall that ate healthy. But when I blew up my knee, mm-hmm. I was. T- 21 years old, 22. I couldn't walk for three, four months and couldn't run for six. So it was basically the majority of the school, the year. And I just drank beer, <laughs> ate like I was, but ate like I was. And that's right. when I like, I was like, oh man, I'm kind of getting a little heavy over here. Yeah. And that's what, so if you're someone that doesn't like in the fitness in college, I can see easily or older, just eating, drinking, it slowly catches up with you, especially as you get older with your metabolism and stuff. Well, and that's what I see a lot with, um, and not to get off the subject because we're talking about, you know, dear younger me, but um, you see that a lot with older women because their metabolism does slow down. And, you know, you see that a lot. It's yeah. just one of those things. But And then the other advice I would give, one more, is um, George, the teacher of step aerobics, one day he says to me, you don't drink beer, do you? And at that point I didn't anymore. That was just a college thing. And I'm like, no, why are you asking? He goes... Because I can tell the girls that drink beer because they're puffy. <laughs> I don't know. That just was his observation. So I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. We are, we are in a time where I do not want to get canceled. I just started this. I know. Okay. I'm not trying to bring down the body. Forget I said it. <laughs> no. No. You can was... say it. I'm not. No, I'm just joking. No, I don't. I, but, but, no, but I, think, I think even with guys, like some of my guy friends, like especially... 
guys, us from Boston, the Northeast, when it's cold, like we get that beer belly gut. We get a little mm-hmm. like chunkier. You can see it that people that do drink the beer, and you know, especially if you're probably drinking, you know, the lagers, the IPAs, those adding a couple hundred extra calories. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that you like you get a little that beer belly. Well, and again, what, we were living in the Northeast, so you know you have your summer months where you can take off all that weight but then in the winter you know you're always bundled up in the winter and you're just like you're eating comfort food you get a 50 you get a 30 degree day that's sleeting yeah it's snow before you're outside it's like well i don't want to walk out to go to the gym it's a take the train because there's puddles everywhere it's Mm -hmm. miserable listen i know i i was (laughs) i was there yeah um what would you tell um i guess someone you know that's 50 it could be 40 that maybe hasn't even that does work out a little bit doesn't work out you know that wants to get into it what would some advice you give some of them yeah so I thought about this question and I have kind of two avenues here um I really think it's important to start working out in your 20s 30s 40s all the way up because then it just becomes a part of your life but it's never too old to start right and a great example of that is uh there was a woman that came to Beantown Boot Camp, she wanted to run a marathon. Super out of shape, overweight, everything, but she had her mind set on it, right? So John, who owns Beantown Boot Camp, worked with her, worked with her, worked with her. She got ripped in great shape and she ran the Boston Marathon. Not once, but many times. So it's never too late. I think it's your mindset because then I also have friends who are always like, well, I, I, I want to work out, but I have this to do, or it's cold yeah. out, or... So you can come up with a million excuses. So you have to set your mind. Like, even when I um, knew I wanted to lose that 30 pounds, I had that mindset, and I knew it maybe would take me a year, and that was fine with me. I knew it was going to be a slow process, and I never gave up, and I just had a focus on it. And I think also any exercise that you want to do, I think you should try everything. Go to a Zumba class, go to a body class, go to yoga, go to Pilates, go to something and find what you like. Yeah, find, see what works for you. Because if you if you go to, to one class and you don't like it and you're like, well, I'm not going to work out. No, I mean, even walking is so, I, can't, I mean, walking is amazing. You could, whatever you want to do. I, I think, I think two things happen. I think I, I, when I coach out here too, is we are in such a... I give and I get right away. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is mm-hmm. people want to just, like the person wants to run a marathon. It's not I show up for a week and I'm running the marathon next week. It's it, it's, it's almost like you're investing in like stocks or S&P 500. Everyone wants one that's going to be a $5 stock that turns into a $20 stock tomorrow. It's, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like the S&P 500. You just slowly go. And I think what people need to do is, or if you are thinking about this, like um, I don't know if I can do it. Just set a goal of go to three classes a week. Not I want to be like don't set a goal like I want to be this or this. Mm-hmm. It's just like hey, just go to three classes a day and work my way up. And it's not going to be you're not going to be able to run a marathon after a week. It's going to take a lot of time and effort. But if you set up a goal of like she probably was like hey, I want to run, walk five miles three days a week, and then became jog, and then became you know set like up. Yeah. Once you that becomes easy, then it becomes hey, I'll work out four days a week. And then he trained her, you know, I mean, like, she's buff, she's everything, you know, but it was amazing at 50. Now she looks younger, and she's in such great shape. It's just amazing 
what that can do to you, you know, and it just makes you feel better. Just, and it can be a, it can be anything, but you just have to find what you like. And that's, that's the biggest thing, but you have to have the mindset for it. The minute you start making excuses or, Oh, I couldn't get up early today or whatever. I mean, find a buddy, do something, but yeah, it's, you can do it at any age. You're never too old. Never. What, uh, I think I, I, might have cut you off, or we, we went on a tangent, but I said things that uh, changed in the fitness industry. You said clothes and the workouts. Did you have anything else on that? Because you came prepared. No, so yeah, that, no, that was Those it. were the two? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. We went from Let the... Let me see. Uh, we went down from... Yeah, clothing, high impact, spot training, step aerobics. Yeah, that's pretty much what okay. I saw in all my years of... And then you brought us <laughs> a gift. There's, what is this? So I brought you homemade lemon cello and grapefruit cello, and the uh, lemons and the grapefruit were picked from the trees of Arizona. Okay. Um, and uh, we uh, got the recipe for the lemon cello from our favorite restaurant in Boston's North End, Lemon Cellos. Okay. Where where in the North End? It's in North Square. Like, is that Salem or Hanover? No, it's in the North End of Boston. The Italians, where all the Italian food is. No, no, but Hanover Street or, or oh. Salem, Salem Street. The street, because they're, so well, like, North they're Square, like Mike's City Pastry. Up Richmond, uh, it's North Square. It's North, like North Square. Okay. Like it's no, one street live, off of Hanover. Uh, okay, so there's Salem and then I forget what the other one is. But yeah, so it's yeah, probably the other way. So yeah. I used to live between whoop, Salem and uh, Hanover at a street called Battery. Yeah. That connected both of them. That's right. Oh I used to my live. gosh! Yeah, we, uh, we rented a place one year on Battery Wharf. Um, there's, after like, we... there's like three apartments on yeah. Battery. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, that's how I got. Oh, sorry. That's how I got kind of chubby. Was the Italian food? Because I'd be walking from work and I just walk through the North End and I go, oh, "Why am I going to make food when they make it better than me?" I can just go into mom and you know, it's like mom, grandma. It's like every restaurant's a, a family. I just walk in like, "Hey, chicken parm." Yeah. Yes, in yeah. my way. So, did you live there when you worked at Wellesley in Wellesley? No, the, no, no. I worked at home, and then when it would happen, would be I'd coach basketball at UMass. Dartmouth, mm-hmm. and then during the summers I'd recruit a lot. And Boston area was my area, so I would just get a, a summer place in the. So I went North End, South End, uh, Harvard Square were like the three places I, and then mm-hmm. Brighton, you know, kind of like. And the North End was your favorite. It was because of food, yeah. Because yeah. it's just it was the easiest place to get food. It was close to everything. I'm uh, glad I don't like pastries because. At one point, we lived right across the street from Mike's Pastry. So I'll say it's modern. I actually like better. I'm a it modern guy. Yeah, it, it's, is it, it is, but Mike's has the name. Mm-hmm. So everyone goes to Mike's. But modern, if you ask a lot of Boston, like Boston people, they love modern. Yeah, I, that's what everyone, you know, I direct everyone to modern. But Mike's does have the name. You're right. If, you're, um, if I'm bringing friends, if I we got a group of here and we went there, we're like, hey, we'll go to Mike's. So you guys say, say we're in the Mike's. But I'm like low-key get a little, we're going to modern to get yeah. better pastries. Oh, yeah. So, but, but they're both packed and, and, and modern also has a, never has a longer line like Mike's cause it's Correct. less tourist. So it's much better. Um, but yeah, Bova's best pastry, Bova's best pastry 24 they're doing, hours. They're doing a movie. They are. And they yeah, right. from Bova's. It? Yeah. Um, but uh, people here probably don't care. There's like one person <laughs> from the Northeast. So, um, and then the last thing I want to say is, and we can cut this out. I don't know if it wants to be said, you can let us know. But you did, um, through this podcast, you were listening to uh, Deanna's story. And you. I just want to thank you. And I know Nikki and I was very nice. You gave a donation to her, um, her foundation. And we really want to thank you. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we, like, 
started this was to kind of put people together and just help out anyone. We didn't know if it would be with a job or something. So we really want to thank you. I do miss that. You're welcome. Well, that's why these podcasts have been amazing because I've learned, I've learned so much about members and I've learned things I didn't know. Um, like Dr. Amy Shaw, is it Shaw? Dr. Amy Shaw. Yeah. Like the things I follow her now on Instagram and I love all of her posts. Like I'm learning so much from her and just, it's fun to learn about all the body instructors too. Yeah. You know, it's been really fun. And and one, (laughs) and again, when I, when I brought this up to, to Nikki, you know, I was like, one, I think the people want to know more about the trainers, but they also, the members, if someone needs, like maybe there's someone that works and they can help Mm -hmm. each other out. And, you know, I didn't know if it would be, I didn't know it was going to be a a donation to the foundation, but you know, that was unbelievably, you know, unbelievable gift. And yeah, I would not have known. I wouldn't have known her story. I mean, I I see her at body, but I didn't know her story and that was just amazing. So, yeah. So we really appreciate that. And, um, I do like Amy, we're going to have her come on, but her, one of her posts was, uh, a Coca-Cola equals six donuts. This equals like four donuts. And it was like, all this told me was donuts aren't as unhealthy as I thought they were. <laughs> so, well, that's a great point. Let's yeah. go have a donut. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, I was like, maybe we'll go have a donut now. Uh, I love it. But, but thanks for coming on. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah.